All right, this week on One More Pass, we talk about more NFL, that insane DeAndre Hopkins catch. We talk about the Seahawks losing two in a row. Joey is so happy about that. We also talk about Jim Harbaugh on the coaching hot seat of Michigan. We talk about some unfortunate news out of LSU. And we have a couple poddamits that are pretty special and one that's close to me that Rob gives about Bojangles chicken. Yeah, man. My little, little piece of my heart's gone. I just don't want to hear about that. Yeah, guys, y'all ready to go? Joey? Let's do it. Rob? Yes, sir. Let's go. All right. One more pass. Welcome back to the One More Pass podcast. You can follow us at One More Pass on Instagram, at One More Pass on Twitter. Rate and subscribe. Please give us five stars on whatever podcast platform that you get your podcast on. And uh, guys, the NFL week nine? Was it I week think nine? it was week 10. Week 10. Week 10, yeah, yeah. Week 10. A bunch of stuff going on uh, just in the NFL. Obviously, the Hopkins catch was unreal, and we'll get to that. But uh, first, Rob Mitchell, Brad Paisley train going on this week? Uh, the only thing uh, going on this week, uh, actually nothing last week. I actually lounged quite a bit and got to watch quite a bit of football, which was nice. Thanks, Brad. Um, <laughs> but today, yeah, we got to go. Uh, we he did a TV special last year, and uh, there's a bunch of, of the set pieces that are in um, storage, and we got to go move those out. And um, that's probably the last Brad Paisley-esque job working situation I will have to deal with this, um, this year. Nice. So, so how many days total do you think you've worked with Brad this year? Let's see. Well, we did that run to Canada when, when COVID first hit. We were there. I totally forgot about that. Yeah. We were in Canada. We, we actually. It was six years ago. (laughs) Yeah. It feels like six months and nine years ago. Uh, yeah. I I don't know. We did almost two weeks in Canada and I want to say we did, I think we did the rodeo. Yeah, we did the uh, San Antonio Rodeo and that. Hmm, same. So, yeah, so, like, it wasn't a ton of shows. It was maybe maybe two and a half, three weeks worth of work. Yeah, yeah. nice. Wow. 2020, what a year. Mm-hmm. So, uh, just any plans coming up for the holidays? What are you doing? Uh, I'll be here for Thanksgiving. Uh, I'm going to go home for Christmas, barring any major COVID spikes, which obviously we're in right now. But, yeah, sticking sticking close. Going to do a Friendsgiving thing this uh this week for some orphans and then just hang in town next week. Nice. Sweet. Good deal. Joseph Sanchez, Scotty McChurch, er, <laughs> Scotty McChurch, entertainer of the year. Scotty McChurchy. <laughs> entertainer. Of the- Podcasting is hard. Joey Sanchez. One more podcast uh, cast. Where were you with uh, Scotty McCurry this past week? Uh, we were, we were at home. Yeah, I was again. trying to think of a of a witty witty thing to say. So I feel like I've been coming up with pretty pretty funny ways to describe that we didn't yep. do anything. For it's just not funny weeks. anymore. <laughs> it's like, <laughs> and it's there's so, no more college visits. It's so true. Yep, no more college visits. Um, I did wake up this morning and and uh, got some scholarship news on May for Western Kentucky. They're giving her some good scholarships. Yes, so, big red. Yeah. I think we're looking at a future Hilltopper. Pretty oh, stoked about. That makes don't, me so happy. Don't know for sure yet. Great. But uh, yeah, so that's exciting and encouraging. Just watched football again. 
all weekend. Yeah. Um, I think I put this on Facebook and Twitter, but my, my big moment was, uh, when my wife on Sunday, I was going to run to the store to get some beer and a few things to watch football. And she started giving me a couple more things for the list. And I said, well, I said, I usually do my grocery shopping on Monday. And she looked at me <laughs> and just started laughing. And I realized that I really meant it. It, it wasn't like, a, I'm just trying to be funny. It's like, no, Monday is my shopping day. Yeah. And at that point, I said, that one sentence just wrapped up my, my 2020 in a <laughs> nutshell. So, uh, but update on that, I'm going to go after the podcast here. I'm going to grocery shop on Tuesday, see what that's like. Ooh, great. So, that's good to mix it up. Yeah, just kind of makes it, makes it fun, unpredictable. Yeah. How about you? We were off again. We had our one huge video shoot and then, uh, yeah, just taking another hiatus. You know, we're all pretty tired, all worn out. We need a vacation. So we're going to, uh, eat some Turkey next week with, uh, my parents who live in town who don't do anything as well. And then I think my wife's mom and dad are coming down, which they don't do anything either. And yeah, that sounds nice. Fun times. I got to say, man, when you send your, uh, your videos, the video you sent the other day of your little girl where she was like identifying letters, I think. Oh yeah. That was now that my girls are all older, like please always send those to me. <laughs> like, cause I love see, it just reminds me of when, when my girls were young. And, well, well, first off, I mean, if you want to watch her one day so I can actually get some stuff. <laughs> so, <done. laughs> Let me stop you right there. Uh, she's here. She's upstairs. Let me bring her down. <laughs> um, no, that was, that was awesome. Yeah. She's a, uh, She's a lot smarter than I, well, okay, just very quick. I have never been around children before. Yeah. Cause like my sister doesn't have kids and you know I mean? Like we have a small family tour. Like I've never actually like been around babies before. Like some people have, like, I mean, like Emily has a bunch of cousins that she's growing up, you know, being around children and stuff. And then I'm just like, I have no idea. So I'm just like, I think she's smart. She's almost two. Can't gauge her growth because I can't compare it to anything else. But i I think she's fine. She's starting to say no a lot and she's starting to be stubborn. So I think that's a part of being a toddler being too. So yeah. The good thing is, is that that tends to increase <laughs> as, they, as, as they get older too. Well, I mean, I just want her to talk so bad just so I know what, I mean, yeah, just so I know uh, what the hell she wants half the time. You say that now. Yeah. Well, yeah, no, but I mean, like, it's just like really frustrating because she's like, mm, and you know, she points and I'm just like, have to, still have to, I'm just like, how did, and then I'm just like, oh, hey, you want this? She's like, no, no, yeah. no. Like, I don't know what you want. Yeah. I have no idea. But yeah, if, I mean, if you want to babysit for us a couple of days out of the week, that'd be awesome. I'll, I'll keep you posted. Yeah, man, I can let's do see some how much we, session work down here and stuff. Let's see how much we have going in, he's in got a, January, he's pretty, February. He's got a pretty busy grocery shopping schedule. So who yeah. wants to Mondays, carve out some space for that? Uh, Mondays, you're not busy. Uh, yeah. Uh, oh, I'm sorry. I mean, like, you are busy on Mondays. That's you're busy on Tuesdays. Yeah. So maybe Wednesday, Thursday, Friday, we'll pay you uh, a low uh, salary to do that. Low, low, low. Let's talk about it. $10. One more Todd, toddler cast, one more Todd cast. <laughs> That'd be hilarious. <laughs> but, uh, yeah, we're off. We're off for the foreseeable future. We'll see what 2021 brings. Great vaccine news though. It seems like everyone's kind of hype about that, but then I guess we'll see who all gets vaccined. But I mean, I guess if the vaccine is available, then I guess that's all that matters. And then at that point, it's your choice if you want to get COVID or not. So absolutely. I guess but that's the way I look at it. Right. Yep. Yeah. Yeah. So, well, if you think wearing a mask is difficult for some people, we'll see what the 
actually getting vaccinated will be like, but that's a different topic for another time. Mm-hmm. It is. I don't want to get poked. Uh. I'm actually going to go get a flu shot this week too. I'll yep. go get that. That's on my list as well. Yeah. Oh, your list is growing. Target. Uh, tar- <laughs> <laughs> I got. I might have to push that one back to next week. I don't want to wear myself out. Um, I think Publix and Target both give you a, like a, a gift card if you get it done there. Oh, really? I think Publix is is ten dollars. That's where my wife and one of my daughters got. I'm not a needle guy. It's so dumb, but I just get so nervous when before I get a shot. It was pretty wild. But uh, yeah, we're all still off. Thoughts and prayers, please, to us. Those who send thoughts and prayers instead of doing something for your brother or sister. That's right. For humanity. Thoughts and prayers, 2021. Turns it around. But uh, yeah, let's get into sports. Um, I think the biggest thing out of the NFL was that uh, the DeAndre Hopkins catch that happened on Sunday night which was absolutely unreal. And in classic fashion, I was falling asleep while that game was going on. That was the, oh, wait, like, that was the, the afternoon, afternoon game? game. Oh, like, which you the... could have been taking a nap. No, well, no, I mean, I'm not, no, because like I'm not really a nap guy, but wait, the, the night, the night, night game, game was what? The night game, Sunday night game was... Um, because there was so many games in the yeah. afternoon. Oh, that's right. Yeah. Yeah, the hail storm. I it mean, was, like, but the, it was like the rainstorm. Game. Yeah. Yeah. It, oh, yeah, it was late. Game. I mean, it, it, it went past six, so it makes sense that you were dozing off. Yeah, I mean... Classic sleepy Kyle, but uh, Kyler Murray thrown to uh, DeAndre Hopkins when we all thought Josh Allen threw the game-winning touchdown. That was just wild. And the first thought in my mind was, how shitty does Bill O'Brien feel <laughs> after that happens? And how do all these Texan fans feel that Bill O'Brien, like the dude they fired, what, a few weeks ago, just absolutely fucked up that whole like DeAndre Hopkins situation. So, Joey... If you're a Texans fan and Bill O'Brien, before we get to the major catch, I mean, like, how are you feeling this morning? Or actually, I mean, like, how do you feel that night after it happened? It's sick to my stomach. Yeah. I mean, the only relief that a Texans fan can feel is that Bill O'Brien is gone. Can they feel any relief after losing to <laughs> Cleveland? Set maybe 10 to not. Seven? Maybe, maybe not. Um, <laughs> I can't imagine how hard it's, it is to be a, a true, like, diehard Texans fan watching what Bill O'Brien did to that team. It's not like DeAndre Hopkins was a rookie or maybe going into like his, you know, his fifth year where they had to decide, decide to re-sign him. And he's like, uh, he hasn't done, he showed flashes, but we're not willing to invest the money. He knew exactly what he had. Like what DeAndre Hopkins did is who he is. Yeah. And, and Bill O'Brien just decided to, to that's what they got hands for it. it. Yeah. Which was nothing. Yep. I mean, I, th- I can't remember the whole deal. I'm sure there's some draft picks and, and stuff involved, but like, it's just, you know, and, and I understand there's salary cap issues and he was probably trying to negotiate with everybody to play ball and keep them both on the team. And I'm sure that was, that was the ultimate goal, but God, it just doesn't, it just continues to not look good. You yep. figure out a way to keep those guys together. Yep. And now, you know, there's Kyler Murray that gets to throw to him for the next four years and have fun Texans enjoying watching that. Of course, that's not going to happen every weekend. This was obviously a a freak. You know, we don't see these plays very often anymore. Yeah, you know? yeah. Well, that but, catch was, you know, sometimes when you'll see a Hail Mary, there'll be, you know, a group of guys, two or three receivers, comes off of a tip. Some somebody, dude's, you know, bread basking it right there. Exactly. Yeah. Mm-hmm. That was straight up triple coverage on him. Strong like hands. Went I up. mean, there was no... And it kind of flipped for a second. It kind of yeah. rotated around and he snatched it back out of the other dudes or at least out of, you know, spinning in space and back into his. Hands. Yeah. That, that, that was, 
I think the throw, everybody talks about the catch, but Kyler Murray was running to his left. Oh, yeah, he threw it. Yeah. It didn't necessarily throw it across. the. He threw it straight down the, the, the left sideline, but he had to stop. He had a fraction of a second to get his feet and then chuck it downfield. I mean, just the fact that he had the wherewithal and the awareness of, you know, his space that was going on. It, 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 the whole thing's amazing, but I, I watched that throw and I'm like, there's, I, I can't think of maybe one or two other quarterbacks that could have made that throw. Yeah. That has the ability. It was unbelievable. Yeah. But like you guys, yeah, I, I saw it. I saw it. Uh, they did one of those like breakaway from a game and they showed the very, I was like, oh my God, the Buffalo is going to come back and win it. I go in the kitchen, I come back. And then they show this other play, and I'm like, what the hell with six seconds left? Like, <laughs> yeah. you got to be kidding me. Like, yep. I just stood there, and they kept showing it over and over again. I was like, I love this game so yeah, much. Yeah, absolutely. Yeah, because once again, Josh Allen just kind of gets, you know, just looked over for Kyler Murray because, I mean, like, Josh Allen, I mean, dude, like, he took the Bills down for that last drive that they had, uh, just, like, making some great throws, and all of a sudden it's just like, yeah, Rob, just, like, game's over with. All right. And then, like, you kind of turn it, uh, then turn it back, you know, then you're just like, wait, hold on. Like, what the hell happened right now? And then... Yeah, and then well, uh, then just to see like all the outpour from all these pro athletes being like, yeah, DeAndre Hopkins. I mean, like just like one of the best to do it like right now in season. Yeah, dude, if you're a Texans fan, you're just cringing watching that play. <laughs> I love. It. I can't remember who the lineman was for Arizona. It was an offensive lineman. They keep showing his face. Oh yeah, he was just like, he was like a kid <laughs> on Christmas morning. He couldn't believe what he was seeing. It was uh, yeah, it, it's it, that was hands down the best play of the year so far. Most exciting. Yeah. And the, the, the throw, I mean the Josh Allen's throw and catch. Oh yeah. Today. They were both amazing. I, I mean, that was, it was just such a great game. It's one of those games that was so enjoyable to watch. And then as a Broncos fan, it just, re, it just reminded me how far away my team is. You know, when you see that, like when you're, <laughs> yeah. when you have hope for your team and then you see that happen, you're like, Oh my gosh, it was incredible. I mean, it, it's, it's everything that's right about the NFL and the Cardinals are such a feel good story. I just, I, I love what uh, King uh, Cliff Kingsbury is doing there. I love watching Murray play. I abs- I know I've texted you guys this before, but like Larry Fitzgerald might be my favorite player in the NFL. Everything that guy does is what's right about not just the NFL, but just about life. And watching he and Hopkins on the same team together. Um, and Fitzgerald still contributes a lot. I mean, yeah. dude still makes tough, tough catches. They're, they're, they're one of my favorite teams in the NFC. Um, and even if they, you know, this may not be their year. Obviously, Murray is still so young, but he's so exciting. Well. He, Thursday, yeah. we get to see uh, see him again. Seattle, That's right. It's Seattle and, Fe- and Seattle. You want to call Se- Phoenix? Seattle. Uh, <laughs> You're so old. Se- Seattle, Arizona. <laughs> yeah, that's yeah. gonna be. That hopefully, I mean, I don't know if it's gonna be as good as the last time they played Bam. that Sunday night game, but ooh boy, such a great game. Yeah, it's gonna be a good one. I mean, talk about the Seahawks, Joey. Your uh, least favorite team lost again this past. Yes, week. Yes, they did. This is for you, Cam. Uh, <laughs> yeah, I, it's. The whole the let Russ cook. I think when when Russell Wilson trademarked uh, let Russ cook, people are saying that's when things started to go downhill. Oh, wait, like did he um, actually file a trademark for yes, that saying? He for did that saying. Oh, okay. Yeah, mm, he has, that's never a good sign. He has ten turnovers in his last three games, I think. Which is and obviously, as much as I can't stand Russell Wilson, if Denver traded him for tomorrow, yeah, I'd he'd be, probably be like, I'd okay, go get cool. a jersey. <laughs> so I want to be real clear about that. 
But if I don't know if you guys watched any of the the Hawks Rams game, um, but they you can't carry an entire team all the time with a defense that's giving up 460 yards a game. You just can't do it, especially when you're playing the Rams with Aaron Donald. And now you got and then uh, DK Metcalf. He started whining because he wasn't getting the ball enough. Jalen Ramsey was on him. The icing on the on the Arizona Cardinal win cake was that that put Seattle in third place in the NFC West. Yeah. And they went from being the number one seed in the NFC to if the season ended today, they're, they're number seven. Now the NFC West is playing the NFC least. So mm. Seattle could win. They're going to win <laughs> a lot more games. The NFC West is, that's going to yeah, be a good all, race all, between those three. Six and, they're all six and three except for San Francisco, yeah. right? Yeah. Yeah, it's going to come down to it. Because yeah, Thursday division. night is, that's that's like, that's a, that's the that's the linchpin for both of those teams. Yeah, absolutely. Yeah, because watching that division play just makes you just want, you know, I mean, like most of those teams to make the playoffs. Okay, I mean, like, what do you think the NFC East's uh, winner, uh, their record is going to be by the end of the year? By the Yeah, because like, we're at the midseason point yeah, uh, technically right now. So, I mean, like, who do you think is going to win the NFC East right now? And what do you think their record is going to be from what we've seen so far in the season? I think it's going to be seven and nine. And I think it's going to be the Giants. I think yeah, I was going to say, too, the Giants, Giants are and, surging. They played, they, they manhandled Philly. Yeah. I mean, they've, they played. Yeah. They, they're, they are a team that is trending in the right direction. And um, Daniel Jones had another nice touchdown run. I kept, <laughs> when he was so open, I kept thinking, is he going to, yeah, is he going to trip over his own feet? But um, yeah, I would, I would say, I'd say seven and nine. Yeah. Which I'd is agree. hilarious to think about. Yeah. Winning a division like that. Because I did pick up Wayne Gallman and I did play Wayne Gallman in both my leagues and he got me 20 points in each one. So that was great. There you go. So, uh, yeah, I think the Giants are going to hopefully eke that one out because I can't see the Cowboys uh, just like even with uh, Andy Dalton coming back this coming week. I think he's on track is what I saw yeah. from his concussion. Uh, Carson Wentz, you know, crazy to think that he's getting paid that much money for this low production that he's had, I feel like this season and plus i mean like he's either hurt or just playing really terribly i feel like yeah it's he's he's a he's kind of a weird one when it yeah. comes to you know he played so the year they won the super bowl he played so well gets hurt did he get hurt in the playoffs or right before the playoffs when Foles came in it was that i feel I like he was in the playoffs i think it was was too, it that maybe was the, it that dive where he yes maybe the divisional game yeah were they but like then playing? he he signs a big contract and yeah. it's just never never I mean, like after to, that to he just never produced it. yeah no yeah, also quick side note speaking to neil nick Foles, i know they haven't said anything on what his oh. injury was <laughs> kyle was it you that said when they show this guy cam it looks like nick yeah Foles he looks like is he was dead. dead yeah dude he was just laying on the ground and like that was like the worst camera shot to it was to show him it, on I the mean, ground it's not for. funny that i mean, hope he's okay and he and he wasn't dead but it was such a weird that's what made me think it's something, something's bad in his back because he wasn't, he just wasn't he moving. He fell really weird. And then his, the, his momentum with his legs kind of coming over. He, look, he was trying to do, t he was trying to get rid of the ball and it just, he, he, he looked like, you know, when you go to like those used car lots and see the guys, the giant <laughs> wiggle, wiggle worm guys, that's, that's what I, he was like, what is he doing? Like one arm's going on the other way yeah. and he's like, this isn't going to end well. And he just got dumped. That didn't look good. Yeah. Oof. Yeah, that was bad. And then, like, I think I almost lost my fantasy game yesterday, too, by uh, my opponent having the Bears defense. And when they ran back that second half kickoff, jumped up their points to about 24, and I was only winning by one point. I'm like, oh, you fucking kidding me? Like, the one week, 
I mean, like a defense is probably going to score maybe 25 or 26 points. And, and plus I got lose by one, but then, you know, of course, you know, I mean, like the Vikings came back and, you know, like ended up being fine, but I was just like, of course this would happen. I mean, like this would totally happen to me this year. Did you, did you watch the game till the end? Actually did. Yeah. Okay. So I, I thought of you, did you, so when the bears had that punt return, where he broke it a bit and got it down to like the 40 where yep. like for a split second, there was a chance like, is this guy going to, cause I feel like if he scored a touchdown, you would have lost. Like yeah. that would have been the difference. Absolutely. Uh, I wonder yeah. if Kyle's screaming at his TV right now. Yeah. So last night I actually couldn't sleep. I went to bed around like 1am cause you I mean, like, I just have those nights where like either I fall asleep early or I'm up to like midnight one and I just lay in bed and play my FIFA on switch, which my uh, football team is doing very well in the video game in year 27, 28, we're in the Champions League and we won the Premier League last year. So that was pretty awesome. Northampton Town, I know you guys don't give a shit, but it has helped me through this year. So I don't care. Hey, hey, whatever. But now we now you're too deep because you're you were talking about your fantasy football team and now we're into your fantasy FIFA, football yeah. team. Um I have one strike left. So I'm just uh so yeah, I'll just get this out of the way. Old App State plays Coastal Carolina this week, uh ranked number 15. So we'll see if we, we can knock them oh, off. Oh, that should be a good. The game. Chanticleers. The Chanticleers. Uh what? yeah, because they used Wait, to be what? back up. What is that? It's a bird. It's some sort is of Is that bird. what they are? Yeah. Yeah. That's their, Say that's it their again. mascot. The, Sh- the Chanticleer or Chanticleer? Chanticleers. Chanticleers, yeah. Wow. It's like a it's like a rooster looking pheasant. Okay. Thing. I did not know. I did, I'll admit I don't know much about Coastal Carolina. Yeah, because they used to be in one double A with App State, and then App State moved to Sunbelt. And then now for some reason Coastal is in the Sunbelt, which is kind of weird. I think we should move conferences anyway, just in a few years, because we've won it every year that we've been in it, and I don't think Conferences like it when a new team comes in, especially from one double A or FCS, and uh, we dominate. That doesn't look good for their yeah. teams they've had, but I digress. But uh, yeah, yeah, watching Nick Foles, uh, thoughts and prayers go out to Nick Foles. That was just unreal. But yeah, dude, like that, I do like, I honestly can't get over that sky cam footage because they <laughs> do like that was like the one camera shot they had. Like they couldn't just show up like laying on the ground, like right. just like a normal injury. It was like sky cam boom. And dude, like it looked like you've, like been wasting grand theft auto, just like laying on the ground (laughs) and it just like goes up and I, you know, plus I mean like he got carted off, which I mean, like he looked, you know what I mean? Like obviously he'd heard, you know, very bad, but like at least, you know, I mean like he was functioning like, you know, waist up. So that's always a good thing. But yeah, well, dude, his, I, his, I, I couldn't stop thinking about it. Yeah, dude, dude, his dude arms, like, looked like a... It looked like a cutout. Yeah. Or, you know, when they do the, what with the chalk when there's a body that dies. Yeah. That's I, what his, yeah. It dude, was, I mean like, dude, it's like a, I mean like a CIS, you know, <laughs> TV show. Yeah. But uh yeah, so uh yeah, Bears defense didn't crush me. But um let's talk about the Ravens and the Patriots and uh, did y'all watch the whole game? I I missed a little bit in the middle, but I saw most of it. Okay. Are y'all surprised that the Patriots won that game or not? First off. I'm not surprised. You're no. not surprised? No. I'm I would never count a Bill Belichick team out. Yeah. Do and you I, think and Bill- I don't and I don't think I don't think the Ravens are as offensively as good as they were last year. That, that would, that's a hard I think everything kind of aligned for them last year, but I, I don't think they're playing that well offensively. Yeah. Lamar's not. And I know it was raining and that, that kind of, um, it was raining hard. It was, it was a pretty shitty night. Uh, you know, they, they kind of want to run the ball a lot, but like that should kind of work to your advantage and it just didn't. Yeah. I don't know. I'm, I'm, I'm still, I'm, I never count a Belichick team out until the, you know, as John Voigt says that he said Muhammad Ali, Muhammad Ali said that he never said 
the fight's not over until the last punch is thrown. <laughs> I'm sorry, I was digressing. I, I was. I just did he that. use that? Did John Voigt use that in his latest video? Uh, Trump yeah, video. Yeah, he, yeah. He, he he quoted Muhammad Ali a quote about something he said, and he's never said it. So, yeah, I think that wraps up 2020. Pretty, pretty on par <laughs> but, uh, for him. Yeah. <laughs> uh, yeah, I mean, like Joey. Like, I mean, like you still buying the Ravens or not? Uh, I I pretty much agree with Rob. I thought that the Ravens would win that game. I thought it would be close because I feel like Belichick's good enough to, he could take a peewee team out there and make it close. Yeah. But I, but I was surprised. I, I would have bet that the Ravens would have won. Um, but I agree with Rob. I, their offense is Lamar Jackson. It's kind of, it's kind of weird. They, they looked so good at the beginning of the year. And of course their record is solid. And then if you look at what they did last year, they're, they're kind of one of these teams that's in this weird are they as good as their record is or as we think it is? Not to the degree that the Bears are. Obviously, we're finding out that they're not good. Um, but they have so much talent on that team, offensively and defensively. And I think John Harbaugh is such a good coach. Uh, yeah. I, I think he's going to get it figured out. Um, and they will. I think they're going to be right there at the end of the year. Like Rob said, Belichick, I mean, he just... You can't count him out. They should. They they really should have lost to the Jets. Was that last week, last Thursday night? Yeah. And uh, so to see the Patriots do that, you know, almost lose to a winless football team, worst team in the league, and then uh, beat the Ravens was impressive. It was just a good game. The, the, all the memes of uh, the referee, uh, uh, her saying something to Belichick in his ear, and then it's and then yes. his, <laughs> going off to the side. Um, it was good. Another, another, another great game. Yeah, plus... Uh that touchdown throw that the uh, backup QB made, I think for the Patriots. I mean, like I feel bad for that guy because I mean, like it shows this like amazing, you know, play, but you know, I mean, like they really don't give him credit because you know, like they just think, Oh, Cam Newton threw this ball. Right. So, I mean, like whoever that guy is like, that was an amazing play, but uh, yeah, I mean like, do we have any more takeaways from this past week? Well, there's the saints, uh, oh, game. So, okay. Like I didn't know that his, that Drew Brees' injury was that bad? Well, you wouldn't have known it because he finished out the rest of the half, and yeah. then the whole second half, he was just standing on the sideline with his helmet on. Right. Looking antsy like he wanted to back in the game. So what, like he has five broken ribs, what, like two on one side, three on the three other? Three on one yeah. side, and, and then he, he has, has a punctured lung. Punctured lung that collapsed, yeah. I think. Yeah. And he was... And <laughs> what he was gaming. Game. He was... St- I mean, yeah. they, they, it seemed like every other, you know every other play they would show him on the sideline over there just pacing and looking antsy. Yeah. Which what's what I was doing because James Winston was on the fucking field <laughs> with Taysom Hill. Okay. First off. Okay. Now going forward, like obviously drew, like is not going to play this week. Right. Oh yeah. He, because, he's not going to play for a while. Yeah. For a while. So do you think that Jameis coming in, do you think that is going to be like a Teddy situation last year to where like they can just manage the storm until they get to the playoffs? Or do you I, think it's going to be one would hope. a lot worse? Well, like, well, yeah, no shit. Well, I mean, they're two vastly different style of player. So one throws a lot of picks. And I the think other Teddy, one just... you know, I mean, look, Jameis had his best slash worst year last year. Yeah. Like he threw, what did he throw? Like 33 touchdowns and then 30 interceptions. He had over 5,100 yards, I yeah. think. Like he had a, you know, even with those interceptions, that's still a pretty great, but you just, but he also fumbles a lot. I just... This is a nightmare scenario for me. This is going to keep me awake and keep me on the edge. Uh, can we come over and watch every Saints game with you for the rest of the season? Is that and, okay? And you know what? And I think, and the sad thing about it is, I think, I think 
Peyton loves this. I think Sean Peyton absolutely loves this because now he gets to crack open the those deep dark chapters of the playbook and start, yeah. you know. And plus, in theory, look, I mean, like look, if something goes wrong, it's just like, well, we don't have Drew Brees. He's just trying to, you know, form and, a good game plan. And so. the thing is, like, wait, Jason, Jameis Winston can play. Like, yeah, he's physically, he can throw the ball. He's still in great shape. He's just a turnover machine. And then even, you know, Taysom Hill, he did exactly what I hate that he does all the time. He fumbled the ball. Granted, it was towards the end of the game. They, they could have gone in late in the game and really kind of put the game away. San Francisco came back a little bit and made it a little interesting, but they were still, what was it? A, it was a three-score game or I don't know. The game I was, think it was two-score and they were, that was to go up by yeah. Kind it was to go up by three. Reach. Oh, wait, by the way, Joey, uh, West Coast team going east playing the early game, right? Yeah. Okay. But they, uh, I think it was the they, afternoon game. I was, it was an afternoon dude, game. Dude, well, yeah, sorry, because, like, I just keep always thinking, like, cool, like, we always have, like, six early games, like, three yeah. afternoon games, because the Masters were on. They moved so it because the Masters. They moved yeah. because Masters. But we need to talk about Masters, too. Yeah. That was, sorry, everybody. Uh, but, yeah, you know, he, so Taysom Hill takes a, takes a, I think it was a direct snap out of shotgun, Runs it, gets like, I think it was like a good gain. It was like 10 or 12 yards. And then he fucking fumbles it because he's trying to maneuver and get and you know, get more chunks of yardage. And it's like, that's the biggest problem I have with the guys that think that way is that they feel like they have to do too much. They got to get that extra yard. They got, you know, you know, you know, you see, you see a lot. If you look at the footage of, of Jameis, like when he's getting, tackled in the pocket he thinks oh i gotta get out of this like man sometimes you just gotta accept defeat in that moment and just tuck the ball and let him sit on you you know it's just you can't you every situation is not a win situation i think he lacks that analytical bone in his brain to to, to be able to figure that out it's it's obvious i mean you watch him in college you did the same thing he made some amazing plays but he was very prone what's that fame was it against oregon where he just that fumble that he threw behind him and yeah. they ran it in yeah, yeah it, it's just that is always going to be in him. We, he's been in the league too long. So that's what scares me is that, yeah, does he have potential? Does he have a really good quarterback ability? Yeah, he does. He's also a nightmare. Yeah. <laughs> so Well, and do you think, I mean, along the lines with, with Breeze, you know, is this the kind of thing, his his career, I kind of think of the way Peyton Manning's career ended as he wound down with Denver, although I haven't seen Breeze have anywhere near the drop-off that, that Peyton did. It was as if all of a sudden Peyton just couldn't throw the ball further than 10 yards. Peyton and he was, had, and he was, he had considerably. And he was winning games with his mind, yeah. literally checking down and, and, and arguably audibly, one of the greatest minds in the game. Yeah. Ever. And one of the greatest defenses in recent memory. So they had that, but, I, but I wonder if it's good that you put that in there. Too. Is this the, <laughs> Peytonville? <laughs> is this the kind of thing where, I mean, my God, five broken ribs, uh, a punctured lung. Is this the kind of thing where maybe Drew plays out the season and then is this it? Is this the kind of thing that you got, uh, maybe you hang it up or be still playing well? Or is it the kind of thing where if Jameis can, I think right now they're saying two to three weeks is, which I, I can't imagine I can't coming imagine. back from that. I'm, I'm, I'm thinking I'm just going ahead and just Xing out a whole month at least. So they can get, I mean, they can be, as long as he can, I guess what I'm trying to say is as long as he can keep him afloat. I think know. going like two and two. Yeah, 500. 500. You know, maybe get a get an extra win, similar to what Brock Osweiler did when Peyton Manning was hurt that year. 
because they just have so much talent. I feel like the Saints are, are at the, it's like their last, one of their last shots with Drew. And then because is. what Denver's been living the last five years is once you lose in a, in a Hall of Famer, then you have to push the reset button. And then you begin the fun game that, you know, the Panthers, the Broncos, countless yeah. teams are in right now. Well, the, the defense is, the defense is obviously surging right now. They're playing great. They, they, by all counts, won that game. Made some pretty great plays. There's a couple guys that got a little dinged up, but I don't think I haven't checked the injury report today. I don't think anybody's going to be any long term. But yeah, I mean, I, I just I absolutely fear for my sanity and, and every Saints fan going forward with with those two guys on the field because they're just they just want to be hot shots so bad. And so does Peyton. That's the other thing is that I yep. feel like there there's this you know he wants to he wants to open up that playbook and it's like man you know, you might want to think about what you did last year with Teddy and just let's manage the ball. Defense is playing good. We've got talent. Let's just try to minimize the possibility for disaster. That's my biggest fear that he's not going to do that. Cause you know, right now the schedule is looking, we've got Falcons, Broncos, and then Falcons again, and then Kansas city. <laughs> yeah. Whew. So, you know, there is, there is potential for disaster. Cause you know, the Falcons still have, probably one of the best passing games offenses yeah. in, in the league. So yeah, those, 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 those games are not scratched. What is their, what's the saints record? They are they seven and two, six and two. Okay. I think cause yeah, cause, seven and two, seven and two. Sorry. Yeah. Cause, uh, um, bucks won. They're seven and three, but they've got a bye week. I think this week, I think. Yeah. So yeah, I, I just, man, I just, if anybody can come back, He's he's such a competitive guy, and he has such a will to to be back in it and be back in the saddle. If anybody him. can do it, but those are injuries you don't want to rush. And he's also dealing with obviously. They said there was a shoulder issue that's why he was in limited practice all week. So he's got a lot to come back from, and yeah. he's forty one. You know, you don't snap back as as quick as you used to. Um, I just hope that the, that Peyton and Dennis Allen just kind of really have a serious come to Jesus with each other and say, look, we can't, we can't let this, we can't let these guys just go hog wild and let's not yeah, let's be patient, solid game plans. We've got great running backs. Yeah. You know, a lot of talent. And speaking of injuries, um, why can't Christian McCaffrey stay healthier than one game? <laughs> yeah, I know. So first sucks. time in, in the history of my fantasy football league that I've been in for almost 20 years, I got it. The number one pick. I took him two weeks Killed it. Yeah. Out six weeks, back one week, 35 points, killed it. And now they're saying he's he's going to be out this week too. Yeah. I mean, like, I feel like the Panthers would be a lot better than three and seven if we've had, you know, him playing. Abs- absolutely. You know, but um, before we get to the, well, I mean, like, I guess we don't have to talk about the team I root for, but going back to the Saints, uh, do y'all think it's fair to say that the Saints will drop to a wild card? spot in the playoffs and the Bucks will move up and win that division. Very possible. Yeah. The Bucks looked great the other day. Yeah. Well, they were playing the Panthers. So, yeah, but I mean, you know, they were, they, they had a nice rebound game, you know, I mean, I, I don't give any other than a couple of teams. I don't give, I don't think any games a gimme. Like I don't look at these Falcons as bad as they are. I don't look at those games as those two teams hate each other. You know? Yeah. I hate the Falcons. Like yeah, I, if the I Fal- was a, if I was a saints player, I'd want to punch those guys in the mouth and, and win the game. Yeah. Cause it doesn't matter. Those aren't gimmies. Yeah. And the Falcons, after watching what they did to Denver, I mean, you can say what you want. They blew the Super Bowl. But Matt Ryan, to to 
Julio and and uh, Ridley. I mean, there's they have a lot of offensive talent, and Ryan is so good. If he has time, he's going he's he's going to find someone open. So yeah. I still can't figure out. Kind of like what Rob said. I I don't I don't really know what to look what to think about Tampa. Obviously, they have a lot of talent there. I don't think you can just look past the egg they laid last week or two weeks ago on Sunday night against the Saints. Like that was beyond bad. I mean, they got they got destroyed. Didn't score a touchdown until what, late in the fourth quarter. So the Bucks schedule going forward is uh, the uh, Rams at home in mm. two weeks. Chiefs at home, which, oh, yeah, oh, that might be, be a slaughter one. fest as well. The Vikings at home. I mean, home games really don't matter, I think, this year. But, I mean, like at least they have, you know, people in the stands for those, I guess. The, well, they're the, starting to the, call the them hundreds. off and like no more in, in that's true, in, but it's but it's Tampa. Yes, yeah, Florida. So they'll yeah, stay like they really there. Don't give a shit. Probably. probably go. Let's go full capacity. Yeah, and then the Falcons away, the Lions away, then the Falcons again at home to wrap up the season. So feasibly, the Bucks can win all their games left except for one against the Chiefs. I think. I mean, like unless you know, like you think the Falcons might get one off on them, and then you have the Saints. Yeah, I think we've got. Falcons, Broncos, Falcons, Chiefs. Uh, no, uh, you have the Eagles in there, the yeah, Chiefs. That's right, Eagles, Chiefs. Vikings, then Vikings the Panthers. Vikings, then Panthers, yeah. Yeah. So, man, do you like if the Saints can just weather? Yeah, I mean, I think that, I mean, like if the Saints can weather that Chiefs game and then maybe. Obviously, know, the like Broncos won't be a problem, one. so. <laughs> and the Panthers. Should we all watch that game together? That would oh, be Oh, maybe fun we one. should. Well, see what kind of condition I'm in. Sunday, the 29th. But yeah, I mean, like the Saints can hold hold court on like most of those games, except for maybe one or two. So like if they only lose once to the Falcons and lose to the Chiefs, I mean, dude, I mean like wild card spot right yeah. there. So uh, we'll see. I just don't. I don't have a lot of faith. I feel like you know, like the first game against the Falcons, he'll because you know all these teams have seen Jameis. They've all played against him against him for the past what six years, seven years, or however long he's been in the league. Yeah. Uh, and plus like he's been in that same division too. Yeah. That's what I'm saying. He's been, he, he was, he's been in Tampa and then he came to New Orleans, which when they signed him, I just like, this is the day that I feared would happen. Like he literally got rid of the best backup quarterback you could possibly have in this league that got you five games. Yeah. Yeah. Last season to the guy that's, he'll show up. I I get, this is what'll happen. He will show up next week. He'll show up this weekend. He will have like, a lights out game against Atlanta. He will blow them up. And then against Denver, he'll shit his pants. It's like that, the sounds, that sounds wonderful. I'm thankful. I'm thankful for that prediction. My Thanksgiving thanks <laughs> yeah. is for Rob's yeah. prediction. I, and the only reason I say he'll do that, and I'm glad that he'll do it that way is because I would rather him lose to a non division divisional rival. I think it helps yeah. us in the in the in the division. But but What's yeah, that? that's but but that's what you get with him. You get like you know, his whole season last year was like that. He had this crazy touchdown, for, at least for him, 30, I mean, 33 touchdowns in a season. That's, that's pretty respectable, yeah. you know, with 5,100 yards. Uh, he could have obviously had a lot more if he'd not thrown 30 fucking interceptions. <laughs> <laughs> um, before we move off of football, can, can I get your guys' thoughts on the Titans? Um, it, it, it's such a fascinating you know, living, obviously living in Nashville, listening to sports radio. Uh, Which is, Kyle, I think we've all discussed it, but I think let's just put it out there. It is the worst, some of the worst talk sports talk radio ab- I've ever heard in my life. Absolutely. Especially in the afternoon. It's so bad. Anyway. I, I think the common, absolutely. I think the combination of tennis or the Vols 
being so bad, the Titans starting out so great that it seems like as much of a buzz as you can get going about the Titans because I think it's the, the this team hasn't the city hasn't rallied around them enough yet. No, because um, like I think the city roots more for the Predators than they do the Titans. Oh, absolutely. Which you could argue, you know, the Titans haven't haven't earned it enough. They've kind of been, you know, C grade too much. But what do you guys think? Do you think are they were they not as good as they started out? Are they better than they are right now? Um, that Colts game, which was a Thursday night game, um, I felt like the Colts, like really, it was close. And then it's like we snapped our fingers and it was just, the game was just out of control. All, all of a sudden, you know, they had the blocked punt, which the, the punter, was it FedEx? Oh, that yeah. He worked at? yeah. <laughs> that's, that's only funny if it's not your own team. But Poor uh, guy. I felt bad for him. It, it, it was tough. That was... It was such a bad punt, but what do you guys think? Are they, is, is Tannehill what everybody thought he was? Is he, is he not? Is it somewhere in the middle? Can they turn it around and win that division this year? I truly think that they are somewhere in the middle, but I mean, just special teams and kicking has been the Achilles heel this year. I mean, just put like, I mean, like Gostkowski and like his, like his like normal production in the past years, like into this year. And you know, I mean, like, I don't think that we would be as bad as we are capitalizing on those easy points and stuff, you know? And then dude, I mean like to, to like have the punter that I think it's still working for FedEx. Did you like, I think they said, Oh yeah. I mean, like he was, he was, I mean like doing like packages last week, like even still it's like to have that happen. And like, it just seems like just weird 2020 kicking karma and special teams. Karma is just, it's just bad. I never thought Goskowski was a good choice anyway. Cause when, when, when Bill Belichick gets rid of you, there's a good reason. Yeah. Yeah. He does he doesn't miss. Look at look much. at Jimmy Garoppolo. I mean, you know, he's he's not really uh I yeah, I think they I think I agree with you. I I think but I also feel like this is just kind of who they are. It's just they're you know, yeah, last year they had a great season. They beat the you know, they beat the they beat the uh two really good teams in the playoffs and got the AFC championship, but they weren't they weren't going to beat Kansas City, you know. They're they're low and slow. They don't really have like, you know, when Derrick Henry is your biggest playmaker. Yeah. Even though AJ Brown's really good, you know, there's just nobody that's really great on that team. And that's, and that's my, it's been my, you know, I bang this drum about Tannehill. It's like, he's a really, I think there's, there's a bigger difference between great and good and bad and good. Yeah. And he's not bad, but he's not great. He's just, he lays somewhere in the middle. He'll win you games. He's got, he, you know, he's healthy. He's, he can throw the ball, you know, but he's, when I look at him play and I feel that way about a lot of guys, you know, they've picked over the years. Mariota was kind of the same way. Like he looked so good in college, but I just felt like his talent was wasted on that team. Um, yeah. And there's Jake Locker, you know, there's just the picks, the guys that oh, they picked I, for quarterback. I totally forgot about Jake Locker. Yeah, from Washington. They yeah. just pick the most boring anodyne quarterbacks, you know, and Vince Young was, he was just a, he was a disaster waiting to happen. There's, there's no way he should have been, quarterbacking an NFL team. Dude, he was too busy at Cheesecake Factory spending five grand a night. I think it was a lot. So they've dropped, (laughs) so they've dropped three out of their last, their last four. Um, and they go at Baltimore at Indianapolis. Not easy. Two really good defenses. Home to Cleveland. I mean, those are three tough games in a row at Jacksonville and then Detroit, Green Bay and Houston. So they've got a couple, couple games that, that shouldn't be too tough to win, but, but they've got some, they've got, some tough games left on the schedule. Yeah. I think they're kind of getting to that point where it's like maybe the initial excitement of, Oh, look what, look, look how much the offense changed, which Tannehill took over last year, which he did. 
and they had all the magic. You know, they beat the Colts. They all the magic going up in the AFC Championship game. The first half of the Chiefs, they're right there. And then combined with the start to this year, I think they're just coming back down to earth. And I still, as amazing as Henry is, I can't figure out if it's like, why are there, why are there games where he just doesn't get going at all? Because he's only good in open space. So he, it's like he has to have a couple yards to get his momentum yeah, going. Yeah, I don't think he needs a head of steam. I don't think there's a better runner with three yards head of steam in, in the league. It, you know, yeah, as far as nobody, trying, nobody wants to try and tackle him. Trying to bring once him he's down. upright, you can't. If trying to get to his knees, you know, because he's just fast enough. Yeah, but but it but, seems like if they if they and we've seen it three out of the last four weeks, if you shut Henry down, then Tannehill or Tana Thrill, Tana Thrill, Kyle likes to call him. I haven't. I mean, I haven't called him said it in a while because he, he I mean, there's, there's good reason. Yeah. He hasn't been thrilling, but if you shut Henry down, I think you shut the Titans down and Pretty much. the Colts yeah. have a really, they have a really great defense. Also, they random really side do. note, the Colts, those, uh, they're away uniforms, the all white with the blue and oh, just I the love classic. It. It's they're so classic. So cool. Yeah. yeah. So cool. Cause what, like there's a reason why Derrick Henry is only good whenever a Tannehill, you know, uh, pitches him the ball and he runs around like either end. Because he gets that head of seam going, so it's like, dude, like if you stop him right there, cool, you're good. But dude, like if he has some room, he's hard to bring down. He's a pretty stout boy. So, yeah. but yeah, I just think the Titans, yeah, it's just, just kind of wearing off right now. But then, like you guys talk about sports talk radio, and there's always some sort of, you know, blame not put on the actual team about just playing poorly and not having their stuff together. Just like I said before, the kicking game is just god awful this year. And yeah, I mean, like I don't know if it's just bad luck or if it's just like what the hell's going on. But, but yeah, Rob, maybe you should uh, have your own sports talk radio show in Nashville and have people hate you. Oh yeah. Cause I'm such a great Homer guy behind the mic. No, <laughs> I think, really. uh, I don't think Rob's helping Brad load any of his stuff. I think Rob is going to a punter audition. <laughs> I, think he, I, think, I, I think that's what he's doing. I'm super stoked. Yeah. That's no. Rob be like, I can't, sorry guys. I can't really text during the game. Is that Rob out there punting? Oh, number four, Rob Mitchell out to punt. Well, shit, like, do you like if you can punt it past 20 yards, you're actually doing pretty well. I always think of the, uh, that whenever the Chiefs or when, when he was coaching the, the Eagles, whenever they show uh, that clip, if they were on, if Andy Reid was coaching on Sunday or Monday night, they always show that old punt pass and kick. Oh, yes. When he's like, I, I think he was like eight or nine years old and he is a giant. He looks like a man. Yeah, he is, he is just, towering over those kids and they show him throw that pass and it just it goes like 50 yards it's like my god yeah. what a monster i a, love him yeah all right moving on to college football and uh i think the hottest seat in college coaching is obviously on jim harbaugh right now what what michigan is what two and no they're one they've only won they're yeah they're they've one, only won one, one game right i think so i think they've only won one game yeah gosh so do you see michigan moving on from harbaugh this year or do you think he has one year left after, you know, just probably claiming, oh, well, 2020 COVID season, we, you know, and just like insert excuse. But yeah, it just seems like his Michigan teams have kind of underperformed since he's been there for the expectation that, you know, old Big Blue has for their uh, football program. I definitely think he gets fired. I mean, he, he, sh- he probably should have been fired already. Watching that Wisconsin-Michigan game the other night, the thing that really stuck in my mind, and I don't, I'm not really, so I'm not a big, Big Ten guys, so I don't know. I know they've a lot of teams have dealt with some. They haven't had as much issues as far as like canceling games due to COVID because of the SEC. But I'm I'm sure they probably had a lot of guys opt out. I don't know who they're, you know, 
who they were missing, but just, and I was looking and granted Wisconsin always has like monstrous, you know, corn fed, these huge <laughs> monoliths for, for uh, offensive and defensive linemen, but they just looked small against Wisconsin. Yeah. They were just getting pushed around Wisconsin. I think, I don't remember how many end rounds they ran like 15. They were just flying past those guys. And Wisconsin is not known for, you know, this is not a, this is not a, uh, you know, Steve Spurrier, you know, <laughs> run and shoot kind of spread right. offense. You know, they, they pretty much kind of run it. You kind of know what you're going to get with those, with the Badgers. And they were just pushing them around. It, it was, it was kind of sad to watch, you know, because I think football, college football is great when those teams are great. When those, you know, when we have this Michigan, Ohio State rivalry, when they show up, either one team is, you know, they're both undefeated or, you know, only one team has one loss, but man, I think he'll make the rest of the season. He's not going to beat, he's not going to beat Ohio state. He can't, that, that team just looks, it's bad news bears out there. And yeah. I don't think it's good. The good kind either. <laughs> I say he gets fired. I don't, I don't, I, I don't, I've never bought him to him to being a college coach in the first place. Yeah. I, he's a weird dude. And I don't think he relates to college players as well. I don't, I don't, I can't see him being a good recruiter. So I don't, you know, what's, what is he? Oh, and eight against Ohio state. If he miraculously wins that game, wins that game, that might save him his job, but I don't think it's happened. I, th I think he, I was just looking at his stats. So this is his fifth year at Michigan. He's gone 10 and three, eight and five, 10 and three, nine and four. And then he's one and three this year. So at Michigan, he's 48 and 21, almost a 700 winning percentage. I think he'll maybe has a chance at next year only if he can play the COVID everything's weird card. Yeah. But after that, I know when you can't beat Ohio state, that's kind of like the, like the kiss of death right there. Like, well, he's only been there five years. Yeah. Wow. And then he was, at, so Stan much he was at Stanford for like seven years before that. Um, so, you know, I think, I think he may get, he may get another shot. The problem is the way that I see it. If you're at a school that recruits that well, that has, every dollar of it in the world available to you. You just have to, you just have to produce results. Um, but it doesn't like look like said, they've been recruiting though. Well, man. I was going to say, it's, <laughs> it's not like they're, they haven't really been competitive. That's the first time they lost to Indiana. I think since the eighties, like, I, love like so I, I do too. They've been so fun to Did watch. Did you see the, uh, what's his name? Uh, uh, Alan, the coach for Indiana when son got hurt. Oh my gosh. I, Such a tearjerker, man. Oof. Oh, yeah, I had, a, I had a little Joey moment. Yeah, <laughs> I was feeling it hard. My, my feels box was swelling up. There's such a that it's such a great story. I, I mean, I love. Oh, I want them. I, I'm going to still call it. I want them to beat Ohio State. That would be. That, oh, that would be amazing. I think that's this week, right? Yeah, that's yeah. this weekend. This I am watching it. Maybe Hoosiers part two. Maybe they make another Hoosiers. <laughs> the Hickory Huskers, man, bring them back. So, do you think Harbaugh will get another college job, or do you think he'll try to move back to the NFL? I think he's more set to be a pro coach. You know, he's he's a weird dude. And he's Jets. Not, Hey, I say do it. I think it's perfect. Yeah, Harbaugh to the Jets. Joey, what do you think? I could actually see that. Harbaugh to the Jets. Wow. I mean, they would love him and hate him oh, all together. Oh, yeah. That's what would, just be, would to, be so great. Uh, before anyone corrects me, I was looking at his college record. He was at Stanford. Then he then went to the 49ers. Yeah. Yeah, too. Um, yeah I, I do think that he's more of a more of an NFL head coach. I mean, he, he had a great career with San Francisco, was able to eat boogers. Oh, no, he. I'll never forget that. I I can't. I cannot get that. And who was the out, other? Who was the other mind. coach? Tom Sula. They called him the yes. San Francisco yeah. coach. Caught so, picking and eating. Oh my god. So bad, man. <laughs> um, yeah, it's 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 so bad. Um, although you got to wonder, I'm sure Harbaugh Harbaugh could get another great college job. Um, so that 
that would be an actually interesting debate for another podcast if, you know, what do you think is a better, is it easier slash better to be an NFL head coach or college? You know, what has more job stability? Because um, I know that they were talking about that on sports radio with uh, Muschamp after him getting fired. Um, but it'll be interesting. I mean, if you're a, they put a ton of money into that Michigan football program and they are terrible. They're not, they're not even really competitive, which, which is troubling. So we'll see. Yeah. So let's move on to something that's obviously not really great. Some stories coming out of LSU about what Rob, uh, sexual, uh, like allegations, like abuse and yeah. So USA Today that, were, uh, that was covered up. Yeah. Well, USA Today dropped a big story yesterday. Basically, we're over the course of I can't remember many seasons, but basically nine players, nine ins. Well, not necessarily nine instances, but nine players over the course of I think four seasons or so uh, of these rape and sexual uh, uh, assault a- accusations were basically kind of just. Um, brushed under the rug and it's unfortunate, you know, it, it sucks because it's a team that I love, but it doesn't surprise me because we've seen it before. We saw it at Ohio's, I mean, uh, Penn state, our brows with, um, that whole fiasco at Baylor. I, I just, I think, I don't know why teams don't take this shit seriously. You know, I don't know why colleges don't, you know, I mean, Darius guys was one of the, obviously one of the main offenders and he was allowed to play. I don't think he ever, was put on probation or was suspended or anything, you know, while this was going on. It's really unsettling. There's obviously going to be a lot to come out more about it, but basically nine players, most of them kind of, you know, I don't think there was a quarterback. I got him, Peter Parrish, who I don't even remember who I think he, he transferred in the middle of all his legal stuff that was going on. Um, yeah, basically it looks like they just kind of either brush things under the, the rug or they just didn't take it seriously. And now Orgeron, of course, the LSU and Orgeron are, you know, oh, we take everything seriously, and they're kind of giving their legal pad answers to everything. But obviously, now more is going to start coming out because it's. I have I, I read. I just kind of skimmed through it yesterday because I was busy working. And I read some of the other. I read the ESPN report today. They're all basically kind of same thing. But it's it's really sad. You know, I, I love college football, but it is incredibly corrupt, as we all know. I mean, you know, there's obviously you can look even even before the days of the whole SMU scandal. You know, it, it's just it's a it's just ripe for these kind of things to happen. The lack of institutional control. You know, you, even when like when Hugh Freeze, everybody's talking about him now when he was the coach at Ole Miss. All the stuff that went down and them finding the escort service number on his phone. I mean, you know, and, and then the accusation of of the the coaches playing paying players and stuff. I mean, that shit's always going on. It's always going. It's going on in Alabama. It's going on at Florida State. It, it might not be going on at Rutgers, but all these big programs, bad stuff is happening. And I don't mean that in a cynical way. I just like, if you know anything about the sport, if you know anything about the history of it, the, the, the unwritten, unspoken mantra is if you ain't cheating, you ain't trying. And when it comes to sexual allegation stuff, I mean, think about all the years where, you know, there was so much, you know, alumni and booster slush money fund to, to, to pay these, these women off and, and to, you know, get lawyers involved. And now, you know, we obviously we live in a different climate where, yeah, we're actually starting to take this pretty fucking seriously as we mm-hmm. should have, you know, all along. And there's just another team that's doing it. And it sucks that it's my team, but it doesn't, doesn't make me any less disgusted at, at you know, what I'm going to find out more and more about what Ogeron did or didn't do or what the school didn't do. 
And it's just, it sucks and it shouldn't be happening. They should be, you know, I don't care if you're, you know, if Joe Burrow was, had been involved in it, he should have been thrown off the team and prosecuted if, if, if it was true. It's like, we can't, it doesn't matter. Winning is not as important in, in, in regards to these allegations as it should be. These are human lives. We're letting them be destroyed. We're letting these guys get away with it. And that's the sad part about it. And, you know, cause look at Darius guys. Now he went to the fucking pros and he's been a garbage human being. He got kicked off the, yeah. the Washington football team. So it's just sad. I, I just say go and, you know, read if you want to know more about it. I, again, I'm, I just have kind of a skim knowledge of it. None of it surprises me. All of it sickens me. Um, so, yeah. That's yeah, basically- it's, it's so discouraging agreeing with everything Rob said. And he's right. It's happening at probably the majority of these big college football schools. And I, I think the thing, the thing that bums me out so much about it especially the the sexual assault and rape and, and, and abuse is that, you know, it's going beyond the, the college kid that's committing the crime. There's, there's boosters and there's coaches and there are adults that are involved in it that are, as Rob said, you know, possibly sweeping it under the rug or turning a blind eye, throwing some money at it, paying these, these women off. Um, and it just sucks. And if, as much as we hear about it now, and they're starting to actually act on it and punish. I mean, imagine what it was like five years ago, 10 years ago, 30 years, 30 years ago. ago yeah. it, was, it was, it wasn't even heard about. No, no, nobody would have even said anything about it. And I, I just look forward to a day when none of the shit is, is tolerated and it, and it's, it's punished heavily. You know, where maybe you lose your you you lose your season for the year for that year. I can't believe it's, it's tolerated. I mean, after the whole uh, Penn State thing, I can't believe absolutely it's even tolerated. Yeah, you know, there isn't a just a massive level of transparency when it comes to these kind of allegations. Yeah, it is. You know, because you cannot get away with anything these days. Yeah, you cannot. Camera phones, police yeah. records, you know, age of information, everything is online. If you get arrested. You know, I don't care if you're the biggest, you know, college quarterback in the in the country or the or the least known. Somebody's going to find out about it. Yeah, and plus, I feel like the younger generations coming up now are taking less and less shit when it comes to. I mean, like just like whatever issue is going on. I mean, like just seems like these 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 younger people are coming out and speaking up more and more. Yeah. You know. Yep. Yeah. yeah. I mean, you you look at a situation like Jerry Sandusky at Penn State. I mean, that how long was that going on? Decades. Decades. Yeah. That that was a absolute travesty that that ever happened. And the mm-hmm. fact that, that there was no institutional and obviously people knew it was going on. And you say what you want about Joe Paterno. He knew it was going on. Absolutely. Everybody everybody was just kind of passing the buck. Oh, that's not really in my Yeah. It, it, it's like to wheelhouse. let something like that go. So when you have even one instance of it, it's too much. I mean, that's what they you know, that's what Ogeron said in his statement. Yesterday, one incident, you know, we don't ever want it to, or maybe it was LSU's, but either way, it's like, well, then, yeah, let's, let's keep that from happening. Like, yeah. yep. you know, you have to take these accusations seriously. You know, Darius guys, I think had three different charges against yeah, him and was allowed did. to play. Yeah. yeah that, that, a piece that's of shit. Yeah. Garbage. It should have never happened. Yep. So yeah, it's sad. And I, you know, again, we're going to find out more and more in the coming days and weeks. Um, it may be Ogeron's great undoing. You know, I, I, I generally like the guy. I'll find out what my opinion of is him. You know, it's definitely different today than it was yesterday. Yeah. He always seemed like a very like, likable upfront guy, but 
you know, I, again, I hate to be cynical about it, but these coaches, I mean, it could happen at any program. Mm. You know, I, I'm still convinced that that one day Alabama is going to be the great Lance Armstrong. That somehow yeah. that <laughs> that there, there's just no way to compete at that level for so long. I just think it's so hard to do that. So, I, you know, I hate to be again. I hate to be that negative and cynical about it, but I feel like something like that is around the corner mm. from a lot of these, you know, these schools. So I don't know. We'll see. Pod damn it. Pod damn it. Pod damn it. All right, we're back with pod damn it. Let's start with Rob because I'm very curious about this. So mine is a non-sports related, non-football related pod damn it. My pod damn it goes out to the Bojangles fried chicken franchise. I'm a Southern boy. Fried chicken's probably in my top three favorite foods of all time. I love Popeyes, Bojangles. You know, I live pretty close to Bojangles. So that's, you know, I don't eat it like every week, but I definitely have a craving for it. I'm from North Carolina. I grew up on Bojangles. Yeah. So I'm, I'm very uh, scared about what you're going to talk about right now. Well, this, I'm going to file this under the uh, white middle-aged guy complaining that everything I love goes away or they change it. Uh, so a couple of weeks ago, I went to get chicken. I think it was like a Saturday afternoon. I was out running errands. Like, God, I'm really hungry. I haven't eaten all day. It's like kind of been eating like an ass all week, but like it's Saturday. I've done a bunch of work today. I've earned it. So I pull into the Bojangles drive through and I usually get like a two piece leg and thigh, you know, it's a, the dinner that you, you get the biscuit and the two sides and I always get the, the Cajun pintos and the rice and, um, order. And he's like, Oh, sorry. And he was kind of mumbling the guy that was, I basically thought he said they're out of the beans. And I was like, Oh, she will just give me Mac and cheese or whatever. So I get my food and I leave, I get home. I open the box. The chicken looks like elementary school grade, tiny pieces it just, it just looks different. Yeah. And no biscuit, but they give me these two little cheddar biscuity looking guys like you'd get it at uh, Red Lobster. What the fuck is this? So I eat it. It's not great. The chicken doesn't, I'm totally disappointed. Other than the fact that I just have, you know, fed myself, this isn't great. I'm thinking maybe they're just a bad day. So a couple of days ago, I'm driving by there and I was like, screw it. I'm going to get fried chicken again. So I pulled to the window, order the same thing. The girl's like, oh, we don't serve the beans anymore. They're off the menu. You can have corn instead. And I was like, <laughs> she think I said it out loud. I was like, fuck corn. Like, <laughs> I want beans. I'm from Louisiana. I want beans and rice. So, so I ordered the same thing. I didn't open it. I, I thought maybe the little cheddar biscuity thing was like, oh, maybe they're out of biscuits that day. And they just had these extra with another meal. No, I get home. Same fucking thing. Shitty looking chicken. Tiny little cheddar biscuits. It. it I'm done. I'm done with Bojangles. They have they have taken the be the beans off the menu. The chicken's not as good, and you don't get the full biscuit with your meal. I want when I get home, I put honey and butter on that thing, and I want to eat it with my fried chicken like a good Southern boy should. You have taken away a thing that I love, so I am done. Other than I will say the Cajun fillet biscuit, I haven't had in a while. I will get that if they still have it, but I am done getting fried chicken from Mount Jangles. There you go. I'm done. Oh, you have to add egg on to the Cajun filet biscuit. Yeah. That's a great biscuit. But, but yeah, I, I, when they said they got rid of the beans, I was like, okay, that sucks. But then they had the little cheddar biscuity, tiny little tater tot looking biscuit things and not the actual biscuit. Yeah. You have, you have lost a customer. Which Bojangles do you go to? The one in Hermitage. Oh, right the one on Linden Pike? Yep. I mean, I was honestly going to go there for lunch today to get the the Chicken Supremes, which are chicken tenders. So I guess we'll see if that's um, different or not. I'm about to 
blow your Bojangles minds. Uh, I was in a Bojangles commercial. <laughs> oh, with Scotty? Of course you were. Scotty had an endorsement with them. Like our truck was... The it Bojangles was, it was him playing a guitar, but it was a it was a Bojangles box was the guitar. Mm, God, and we were legitimately I'm, in I'm looking this up on YouTube. In right it's tough to find, by the way. Oh, I'll find it. Okay, if you find it, let <laughs> you me know because I think when he when he switched labels, they pulled it down. But but I'll give you the the gist of the commercial. I was having friends that live watching Braves because Braves games. They'd be like, "Oh my God, did I just see you in a Bojangles commercial?" Yeah. The commercial is we're in a studio. The guy says, all right, let's break for lunch. And so it's a couple guys in the band, our tour manager and Scotty. A bone jangles town. It's not that one. There were, there were two rounds of them. This was, we're in the studio. He brings in a bag of food. He says, they start, who had this? And Scotty says, oh, that was me. And I go, my line was, I'm like, but you had the chicken, chicken filet biscuit. He goes, he gets another one and he ends up having most of the food. And, I'm, and I said, you can't have breakfast and lunch at the same time. That doesn't work, man. And Scotty says, Oh, would you spoke in this? Commercial? Oh yeah. <laughs> Scotty says it works for me. I call it brunch. And we all go, <laughs> yeah, like got paid pretty well. Got some Bojangles card. One of the other actors on the set, like <laughs> said it was, said it was nice. <laughs> he said it was great working with you. I hope, I hope we can, hope we can work together again. And they asked me, they had speaking lines. It was me and Scotty that said all the lines and nobody else raised their hand. They're like, does anybody want to want some lines? And I'm like, yeah, I'll take some lines. Yeah. Um, so that was it. Yeah. <laughs> I need to, I, I really do want to find it when he, when he left universal, I don't know if they, they pulled him down, but it was, yeah. So we had a, we had a, a Bojangles mm. endorsement. Yeah. Uh, so there's that. Do you want to respond with your pod damn it to that? Or do you well, want to now I want Scotty to 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 uh get involved and see what the hell's going on at Boach Angles. Yeah, man, he should be can... a trustee board member of uh maybe so. Yeah. Mm. Joey, uh, uh Joey, actually uh please go because I need a second to process this. So my pod damn it is <laughs> NFL kick returners bringing the ball out of the end zone. Um I believe was it like last year or two years ago that I don't they kick off from the 40 now? It's either the 35 or the 40. They moved it up five yards. They don't want, they don't want kick returners returning the ball. People get, people get hurt. And, and to reward you for not returning the ball instead of getting a touchback is no longer at the 20. It's at the 25. Specifically when it comes, especially when it comes to Denver Broncos and Deontay Spencer running the ball out of the end zone. I, I get it. There's hardly any kickoff returns for touchdowns anymore. They want to make it happen but you get the ball at the freaking 25 yard line. You're a quarter of the way to pay dirt, right? Quarter of the way to touchdown. Super, super stoked watching Broncos Raiders. Here we go. Got to get off to a good start. We get our kick returner back. He takes the ball about five yards deep into the end zone and decides he's going to bring it out. And he's going to do that thing where they run just back and forth and sideways and gets tackled on the six yard line. Then we get an illegal block in the back and it moves us back to the three all because <laughs> the effort wouldn't, let it go over his head or take a damn knee and get the ball to 25. Yeah. Drives me freaking crazy. You know, it's not like it's a, it's a lottery system to see where you're going to get the ball at. No, it's the 25 every time. Unless they're doing like a pop-up kick where they're trying to get you to catch on the 10, put your heels on the 10 yard line, treat it like a punt. If it goes over your head, take a freaking touchback. 
drives me crazy. It was so deflating to start the, your opening drive on the three-yard line when it should have been the 25. Get a damn touchback. Thank you. Hot damn it over. I dig that one a lot. I'm still trying to wrap my head around this Bojangles thing because I'm on the fence about going now. I'd like, I don't know what to do because I don't want to be disappointed and pay all that money and, and well, not maybe have the you Bojangles the, I grew up with. Maybe you could do the Cajun filet biscuit to confirm that it's still good and uh, let, let Rob know. I actually do the Cajun filet biscuit with egg and the chicken Supremes combo. I do breakfast and lunch like your commercial. Oh, yeah. Yeah. I call it brunch. Brunch. Yeah. All right. My pod damn it is going to be on college marching bands and the march band director. I don't know why in the year 2020, we are still playing songs from the 60s and 70s in marching band. Whenever I hear the broadcast and I hear the band playing Call Me Al by Paul Simon. Great song. I get it. But we've heard it for fucking ever. And also when we play like Louie Louie, Louie Louie, it's just like, please update your repertoire. I know there's a bunch of arrangers and composers that are like arranging these newer pop songs that people love. Like maybe do WAP. Who knows? I'm going to say that would be a good, yeah. yeah, that'd be a good one to try to put that one together, inject that into the, uh, which the band conductor has the balls to go for it. The show. Yeah. So, so they're brave enough. So sack up band directors. Let's does go. It really have a melody in there though, except for the, it really does have to be like the melody. It could just be the rhythm. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Yeah. That kind of actually kind of sounds football chanty. That could be totally. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So can we get some WAP or maybe some, you know, post Malone, but yeah, I mean, like I just feel like I just always hear, like Louie Louie and Call Me Al and, you know, Wipeout. I still hear Wipeout oh all gosh. the time. Yeah. It's like I... Or the I'd, drummer's just going nuts. He's just so excited for his part. Yeah. And not necessarily, not to not to hijack your, no, your pod I, damn it here, but but uh, the the not necessarily uh, fight songs, like the official, like the hype. Now we, you know, each stadium has like, you know, we talk about third down being the Hell's Bells thing, oh. but like, but like certain teams have like the hype song that they'll play. I know at Virginia Tech, they do Inner Sandman. Mm-hmm. South Carolina. Sandstorm? Really? Yeah. <laughs> That's the one that gets you going. You deserve Will Muschamp, and you deserve <laughs> to pay him $13 million to leave your fucking team. <laughs> Sandstorm. I'm right, right? It's South Carolina. Yeah, that's, Sandstorm. that's pretty good. Yeah, that's a good closing. That, that's a terrible, <laughs> that's just a terrible song to have. That's so true. Yeah. Uh, just one last thing about South Carolina. Um, my best friend. Well, actually, yeah, because we were talking about this before we started recording. Because Rob saw a uh, a, a uh, Gamecocks had a have down here, and um, and um, and uh, my best friend Nick went to uh, USC of the South, South Carolina, not Carolina, but South Carolina. And uh, so about like once or twice a year, you know, like I would drive down from App and go watch a a uh, really big SEC football game. And the best part about it was, it was just like, they have that one side of the stands that's like shorter. That's the student section to where like every single time a, uh, like opposing kicker would kick a field goal and it would go like over the net, like into the crowd, the crowd would pass up that team's football because you know, like they own those footballs, right? It's it's their teams. And like, they would just pass it up and pass it up and they would just fucking just chuck it out of the stadium every single time that would happen. And I don't know why. Awesome. Yeah. That was really cool. Yeah. So just, just a bunch of fond memories watching, uh, some games at USC, Carolina, not the real USC, but not the real Carolina either, but South Carolina Gamecocks. I think this wraps up this episode. So uh, Joey, do you have anything to say to our fast receivers? Keep wearing your mask. And uh, I guess we're next week is Thanksgiving. It is. So are we doing the, the bonus pod that we're kind of the, Oh yeah. So we have a, 
a podcast dropping next week. So we're not going to get together that week to record in person. So we recorded a podcast uh, earlier this past week. Um, and we're going to do a draft of the best sports movies of all time. And we have a couple special guests joining us. No, it's not like any of our bosses because, you know, they wouldn't want to be on a podcast with yeah, us. I, I, you know, I did put a text into Brad. He never got back to me. Oh, really? Yeah. Yeah, he's probably just drowning in the sorrows of being a Cleveland Browns fan. <laughs> but he's a Dodgers fan, so he's... <laughs> Browns fan, Dodgers fan. Wow, he's just all <laughs> over the map. But yeah, we have a couple of friends joining us, so uh, stay tuned for that. God, yeah. I, I hate it when people say stay tuned, but stay tuned for that next wait week. Wait for that to drop. Yeah, wait for that one to midnight. drop. M- midnight Tuesday. But uh, yeah, Joey, wear masks, and uh, do you have anything else? Wear masks and uh, just enjoy uh, another weekend of football. Sweet. Rob? Yeah, wear your mask. Um, pray for uh, Jameis and Taysom, or I guess I could call them Taysom or Jameis. Jameis. I like Jameis. Jameis Hilson. <laughs> yeah, Jameis. That's the, that's, uh, uh, maybe I should go ahead and trademark that. Yeah. I don't know if that one, th- that, that duo to be successful or not, but yeah. Wasn't Taysom, he's a BYU kid, isn't he? Yeah. So we got BYU. Oh, he's a Mormon? Yeah, we, we I got, don't know if he's a Mormon, but he played it. We got no. B, we BYU and uh, Florida State. Stealing, Literally the, stealing crab legs. The polar <laughs> opposites. <laughs> like, what do they do when they hang out? Uh, I don't know. Hey, it's time for my two-year mission. <laughs> oh, yeah, but I guess I'm going to go get some crab legs yeah, right now. Time for me to go steal some crab legs. God. Uh, this, uh, Thoughts and prayers yeah. out to Rob Mitchell this week. Yeah. Yeah, I feel like I'm going to be throwing happen. some shoes at the TV screen yep. this weekend, so pray for me. All right, we'll see you all next week.